Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC. Baby, let's go Friday vibes, Friday vibes, Friday vibes. One more time, let's get it in. Welcome yeah, in man. here to the Friday, November seventeenth edition of D-Lo and KC. I am Damian Barling, the ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He is Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We like to welcome Turtle you to the, the Queensbridge Legacy Project. Who's, hey, who's uh, Jamie and who's uh, Councilman Tate? I'm Jamie. I ain't, I'm a, yo, shoot me at the end. I ain't Councilman Tate, man. He a slime ball. Jamie's just a murderer. Look, <laughs> and a philanderer. Damien, I think if you want this to go through. Oh, you're doing another impression. You oh. need to make sure. I love when you do this. The check clears. Okay, thank you. My brother. <laughs> My brother. That's the key. That's the key to the whole impression. My brother. <laughs> Apologies to the, those who don't watch Power. Uh, y'all are really missing out. You are. I ain't seen a new one yet. Yo, the new Tommy was wild. It's over? It was good. It's done. Oh. Yeah, it wrapped up. I don't know when, but I watched the last one last Loki, night. Like, but because they, they put it on Friday and stuff like that. So part of me likes to just watch, watch it live. Them, watch them. Who, who watches it well, live? Part, part of me likes to, to, to binge. Yeah, you got to. It's over now. Well, well, now I have to. But typically, with Power, it was... Yo, every Sunday no, night. That's what you're it watching. is. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, I that's got how you, yeah, you know yeah, I would yeah, consume yeah, it. Yeah, With this yeah, force, yeah. it seems like I want to. I want to binge it. No, that's when all right. uh, when when uh, Rock and them come back, I think that's a. I'm locked in every 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 week. Uh, specify. You might confuse Jesse, and he'll get really excited. <laughs> I'm serious. You said when Rock comes back, <laughs> I had a strike ended, and they're like. We're done with this. <laughs> Somebody said the rock's coming back. See, that's what I told you. Look, you got him excited again. Come on, like, man. Do I need to tune in today? See? See? <laughs> Never leaving again. Hey, Brian Cruz is asking the million-dollar question. Anyone listen to that new Andre 3000? I did not listen to the Fire. It's fire. It. I don't know whether you make love to it or you do Pilates. But uh, I, I, I don't know. It's not necessarily one you put in the spaceship I, and ride to Elk Grove in. But yo, he did that. Look, I, I'm I'm 
I'm the wrong person to ask about anything Andre 3000 says yeah. or does because yeah. he can do no wrong in my eyes. I'm sure I'm going to give it five mics when I hear it. Hey, this do just me. is what it is. I'm the wrong person to ask. Hey, do me a favor real quick. You got your phone? Yeah. Uh, can you go to, can you go to, I don't even know what you use. You use Apple Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. go to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. real quick. Everybody, we could all do this together as a matter of okay. fact. Uh, go to Apple Music. Three stacks. Yep, yep. Andre 3000's new joint. Sure. <laughs> can you not ruin this for us? Um. Okay, so you got the album pulled in front yeah, yeah, of you? Yeah, we here, we here. Yeah. Could you read out loud to the class the title of the second song? I knew you were going to ask about that song. Um, I, it's in shuffle for me, so I don't know. Ants to you, uh, God to who? No, see. Is that is that the one you're talking about? No, I'm talking about. I'm, that I'm, Night no, in Hawaii? Nope, not that you, one. You talking about that one? No, that we're not even on the same album, I don't think. I want you to read the the, the name of song number two. No, I, 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 it's not numbered. I don't know yeah, what this, you're talking about. This dude did that. <laughs> this dude did that. This guy trying to set me up. No, he, he wants the D-Lo show after all. That's all right. That's that's all right. That's what Kenny tried to do to me last night. He tried to make me look silly last night. That's all right. That's all right. That's hey, what we do. Hey, so, I mean, look, so we, we going to talk music and we just going to ignore what happened, huh? We After after all the craziness people was talking about a month ago, we just going to ignore what, what what happened last night, huh? <laughs> we did. They hey. were talking. Where TC at? Where hey. T- Everybody had a lot to say a month ago. We just gonna ignore it when he when he gives us a, a half classic, huh? Well, hold on. A half. First of all, there ain't no such thing as a half classic. It's a second EP, of all. So it's a let's half be classic. clear. The man got bullied into making a new album because I told you this from jump. You play with me sometimes, like you don't know my damn name. I told you this from jump. That dude knew the album was whack. No, he knew that the album wasn't hot. That's why he got defensive. That's no. why he went after Joe Budden. I'm a, That's I'm a, why he's getting in people's I'm going to tell, tell you exactly. Drake dropped an EP because he knew it wasn't it. No. And he had to come with some I'm a, with some. Hot, I'm going to tell you exactly heat. what happened. Drake made the album. He did it how he wanted to make the album. He put the and, type of music on there. people didn't like it. He put the type and of music on like there it. that he wanted to make. And for various reasons, whether he wanted to, you know, have another number one hit with First Person Shooter or Rich Baby That's Daddy, yeah, if he wanted to do something for the girls, if he, whatever he went, he said, this is what I want to do, right? This is how I'm going to make the album. People came out talking crazy, disparaging that man's name. Nobody was disparaging his the, name. It was the, this is all disparaging his it's name. It's all cap. Disparaging all cap. You lying. And he comes out it's with this cap. one. It's all cap. And for this album, he's essentially saying, leave me alone. It's all cap. I don't bother to... nobody. I make my music. Don't disrespect me ever again. By the way. Because it's right here. It's right here on Wax. Whenever I so... want to get in my pen bag, I'm there. It's all cat. So leave me alone. Yeah. Let me make the rich baby daddies you, if I want to. Let me sing if I want to. Hey, because happened? as you can see, I when I want to do it, I can. It's not an it's not a situation of whether I can or not. It's what I want to do. First of all, because last night, Scary Hours 3 is nasty. The bars are nasty. He 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 did that. It's, it's Stop dope. playing with this man. Stop playing oh, with you, him. You, you so extra. Your love affair for Drake is Stop wild. playing. No, because it, it got no, disrespectful. It did it got not. Disrespectful. You are doing way too much. You're doing way too much. Ain't no person God on the planet. Dis- you done took his song away. 
That's how disrespectful it got. It wasn't even a song. It's J. Cole's record. It's disrespect. Even after the video, it's still J. Cole's record. First person shooter is J. Cole's record. Joe Burrow out for the year, by the way. We'll uh, deal with sports stuff in a minute. But so let's many, be clear. There so many uh, no, no, no. reports about that injury. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was weird for us. We'll tell you what happened with us last yeah. night as we're watching that thing unfold and what happened today. But first of all, no one said that that for, for all the dogs was trash. No one said that. TC did. That's he our, did. DC said it. That's our barometer. With all due respect to our brother, that's our barometer. TC <laughs> wants Kyle Shanahan fired. That's our barometer. What are we doing? DC said the Kings are going on seven games. Well, he, hey, you got to be right sometimes, and that man might be spot on with this one. That album was far from garbage. It wasn't what people want. When you title something for – we talked about this a month ago. For all my dogs, that has a connotation to it. Okay, there ain't no rich baby daddies on this one. There's 16 first-person shooters. That's what it sounds like. Whether that was the intention or not, that's what it sounds like. I'm going to postpone this tour. I'm going to postpone this date. I'm going to not do this. I'm going to postpone the album. I'm going I'm to make a big deal of it. This is going to be the hottest thing you ever heard. And then it comes out, and it's like, ah, it's cool. That's the whole stupid stuff with Joe Budden, with him going at Joe Budden on those tracks again. Joe Budden did not say the album, or Joe Budden did not say the album was trash. He absolutely did not say the album was trash. Scary Hours 3 is in, also titled, Leave me alone. Don't disrespect me. That's what he said last night for about 40 minutes. Don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect my bars. Yeah, he couldn't do it until let he got me, called out let, for it. No, he couldn't, he do, couldn't it. do it? He, he, he couldn't do he, it? Okay. He didn't do it that's, until that's he got okay, called that's out more for accurate. it. And you can point out Rich, you can he, point he, out rich he, he Baby said, Daddy all you want me. to. You I'm going to go back and make Rich Baby Daddy again. You want to do a show? Don't disrespect me. I want to. I'm about to I'm about to head out to 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 the gr- gr- grocery outlet in Elk Grove, uh, eighty five seventeen Bond Road. If you want to come hang out with me, I'm gonna go out there by my damn self uh, collecting food. That's what I'm gonna do today. Cause I ain't doing this damn show with this nonsense. That boy went he went he spazzed on them bars. And I didn't I heard a little bit of uh, Wayne and uh, Two Chainz. Heat. I heard, I, Yo, from what I heard it was heat. Everything those, I heard was dope too. Those two collabs that have come out in the last two weeks with 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 two chains and Lil Wayne and and Meek and Rose, mm-hmm. fire. The the seventy soul vibe to Welcome to Collie Grove too is hot. Mm. Yeah, they did. I ain't that. got through it yet. Yeah, I they did like that. A couple tracks. It was dope. I feel like I got a good ear. Mm. I didn't run it by him this morning. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't run it by Complex this morning. Man, that one with Usher. Mm, well. That could be talk, that, 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 that could be an hour and fifteen minute joint right there. You talk about Usher. That's a, come on yeah, now. That, they, that, that, there's come a on couple. Now. There's a couple of tracks on there. Where it was like this is what I wanted to hear. I told you I don't think hip hop is made even even scary hours. Like I don't think hip hop is made the way I want it to be made anymore. Mm-hmm. Like first person shooter, give me that. Mm. Give me that. Welcome to College Grove. Was like hey, this is it. Sometimes this is music for me. Sometimes albums have to uh, be like WrestleMania though. You got to like have you, you, you got to have the oddities out there, right, or, right, right. Or, you know. Can't have thirteen first person. Got to have the Sultan fighting Rocky Maivia. Like I get it, that's fine. I understand. That's a hundred. That's a hundred. You can't. You 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 can't. You know, The Rock versus Austin is first person shooter. You can't have thirteen of those. Like I get it. I get it. But yeah, did you, but but did you but, listen but to Tory Lanez? <laughs> hey, some people said it was fine. I didn't listen to Tory Lanez. I don't think I will. But. I, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. I, maybe I will. I don't. I've never been a Tory Lanez guy anyway, so I might not. But I heard it was dope. I ain't gonna find out. <laughs> I ain't gonna 
gonna find out. I've never been a big Tory Lanez fan. He makes the song here too that I like, but uh, why anyone would listen to that dude at this point, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. we got a whole host of problems when it comes to music. Speaking Casey of, uh, frantically was changing yeah, yeah. his at I am KC nine one six is my new Twitter yeah, in and case uh, you're struggling. Kenny Caraway on <laughs> Instagram. Kenny, Kenny Caraway nine one six on Instagram. Go ahead, yeah. follow me. Yeah. <laughs> The K Diddy era is dead. R.I.P. That's a wild boy. I gotta do a deep dive, hey, man. That's hey, a wild boy. Real, real talk. Shout out Andre three thousand. That's fire. He did something for him, mm. mm-hmm. and he killed it. Like it's incredible. Again, I don't know what you do with it, but if someone said meditate. That'll work. Cool. Yoga, Pilates, that'll work. Cool. Sex, that might to. work too. <laughs> whatever you want to. Uh, but he stepped out, did something different, man. It was, yo, salute. That that's salute. That's probably worst case top three, maybe my favorite artist of all time. So I, I mean, always, forever in a day, salute to Andre Three Thousand. That's that's one of my favorites. So I will listen to him play the flute, the piano. I will listen to a blank CD from Andre Three Thousand. Just nothing. Uh, song number one was titled, is titled, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. What's two? The slang word. <laughs> how can I? The, 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 the slang word rolls off the tongue far better <laughs> with far better ease than the proper word. Do you agree? There's a couple of extra words in there. That I I left out. (laughs) Song three is titled, That Night in Hawaii When I Turned Into a Panther and Started Making These Low Registered Purring Tones That I Couldn't Control. (laughs) Stuff was wild. This dude's the goat. (laughs) Three stacks of food, man. Three stacks of food. Song number four, Bipolar Disorder's Daughter Wears a $3,000 Button-Down Embroidered. (laughs) Song number five, 93 Tell Infinity and Beyonce. (laughs) Song number six, Gandhi, the Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. Okay. All right. Song number seven, ants to you, gods to who? Well, kept it simple. And song number eight, dreams once buried beneath the dungeon floor slowly sprout into undying gardens. Masterpiece. The goat. Well, welcome to the show. (laughs) Kyle Matson joins us next. <laughs> you guys uh, want to hear sports, you can listen to ESPN 1320, 12 to 4. Oh, snap. This is ESPN 1320. <laughs> could you imagine if they let us cook like this on 1025? <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what we could do over there if we really did this for like three hours. Be a good time. You look like you're about to say something. I'm just thinking about like that process because it's like you guys only get to talk for about a minute or two at a time. Yeah, we t- we we, we, we got to play Trans Siberian Orchestra. We got which one is that? Trans Siberian. Thank you. We'll come back. Uh, we got <laughs> Kyle Matson. Uh, we got Kyle Matson. Uh, I think Transylvania happened one time in there too. Uh, and Coach Andy Thompson uh, is going to join us, unless of course he listened to this opening segment and then he just might cancel. <laughs> Stilo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, I joked about it, but uh, it was actually dead serious. Uh, Casey and I are going to be out. <coughs> oh, man, come on now. Uh-oh. Come on, man. Uh-oh. James. Damn it, James. <laughs> damn shame uh, what happened to that damn man Barley. <laughs> Remember when he said he's just going to die on the show? Well, the ratings. Jesse was right. Just think of the ratings. He's going to die on the show. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's try this again. I can, it's right here, too. I could still, like, it's 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 right there. I could still feel it. I'm, I'm going to try to get this sentence out. I ain't gonna make, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. You, you want me to cut your mic? <clears throat> no, I got it. I got it. I'm good now. The grocery outlet. Uh, Casey and I are going to be out there immediately following this show, 8517 Bond Road. In Elk Grove, it's part of the seventh annual Thanksgiving food drive, the KSFM, KSFM Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food drive. Food drive. Uh, thank you. Sponsored by Sky River Casino. Uh, so if you have the uh, time to come through, uh, please do. If you have the the, the means to donate, uh, please do. Again, the grocery outlet at 8517 uh, Bond Road in Elk Grove. That's right. That's right. Uh, had a weird moment as we welcome in Kyle Matson of the Insiders, brought to you by Jiffy Lube here uh, onto the show with us. We were in the middle of the KSFM show, <laughs> kind of like you with the, kind of like you with the the base brawl that happened uh, during one of the playoff games. <laughs> oh yeah. I caught out of the corner of my eye Joe Burrow hunch over, mm. but Kenny's talking, so I'm trying not to like take my attention away from him. And then he looks down at some notes. We're talking about the the, the food drive. Mm-hmm. And so I take that opportunity to look back at the screen and see the play and see what happens. We go to commercial. I'm like, yo, you got to see this. He throws, you know, we, we, we all have seen the play now. He, he, he throws the ball and immediately clutches his hand. Mm. And, you know, it was a couple minutes later, we see him on the sideline. And I missed it. KC saw this. He goes, oh, he can't even grip the ball. And they show the play where he's uh, on the sideline where he goes to throw the pass, and it just, like, dies out of his hand. Mm. And when I heard um, Zach Taylor say they think he sprained his wrist, I was yeah. like, oh, buddy, I don't <laughs> I think that's that. what that was. Like, what? That is not what that was. Uh, and I, <laughs> a sprained wrist has not knocked Joe Burrow out for the rest of this I'm season. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at that. reminded me of uh, somebody on Twitter had a <laughs> – a picture of Carissa Thompson. Oh. It's like, I just he, talked to Joe Burrow. He's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I saw that too. That was fire. <laughs> that was fire. That's that great. That was fire. Um, but yeah, that, I heard the same thing though too. I, I didn't know it came from, from Coach Taylor. 
yeah, the other coach. Uh, I was just like, oh yeah, they're thinking he had a sprained wrist. I was like, no, well, yeah. that's a good good yeah, sign. I thought it was his forearm. I <laughs> yeah. thought it was like ligament stuff. Do we? We still don't know what it is, do we? Uh, it's a torn ligament in his wrist. Okay. Um, there was we were right. It yeah, was I was going to say. Well, I know because <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't grip. I was like, buddy, that is not a sprained wrist. There no way, shape, or form I've is never, that a sprained wrist. I've never seen that. Like he Me goes to, and the ball, like you said, it just di- it just dies out yeah. of. It's his like hand. his controller died. Yeah, it just, <laughs> that was a weird. It's funny we didn't even thing. we didn't even see that with Brock Purdy. Because like yeah, he Brock, could at least Brock throw it a little, rip it and throw, but he was like, ah, it hurts or whatever. Yeah, there was just no power behind it. Yeah, yeah. but and Joe, I felt I was like, damn, you can't you can't even hold the look I at felt, that guy. I felt so bad. I felt so bad for Folsom Zone because it was like close, mm. and then it and then it just it just spiraled out of control like mm. the second he entered the game, and I you know Jake Brandt like I don't like I'm not faulting him or blaming him it's just the the circumstances of the game the flow of the game he the immediately comes in and it like oh Raven score Raven score Raven score Raven sc-. well get some reps in kid because. Yeah. It's about Thur- all this game Thurs- is going to be. Thursday night football division game, like that's just a brutal spot yeah, to come in. Tough. In the middle of a tight game, that, that's, that's Oh, really guess what hard. happens this Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was thinking Niners about that. Play a division game on a Thursday. Oh, Thank yeah, you. no, that too. Yeah. I was thinking oh, about that. Like how much does that – how much do you think that – like because the Bucks are – the Bucks aren't what I thought they would be, and mm-hmm. they're banged up. And so – how do you think that influences what what we see tomorrow or uh, this weekend from? What did you think the Bucks would be? A little bit. I, oh, you're we, a Baker we, guy. I like Baker. You're Baker a big guy. Baker. I like guy. I like right. Baker. Yeah. When the season all the time. when the season started, I I well like once the season I was like, hey, you know, Baker and the Bucks might be okay. These guys were like, no, 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 no. Then they started to play well. I was like, I that what they were doing earlier. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought they could be. That right there. Yeah. Um, a potential. Six loss team, five to six loss team. That's what I thought they could be. I thought they'd win the division. Wow, five or six? Dang, I did. You're very high on them. Yeah, five, five, also, five, five might be a stretch. Also, we didn't like the division. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah the that's the other stinks. things. The division. But now they're now they've got a, a a plethora of injuries, including Baker, who I think is playing, but yeah. he's injured yeah, or hurt. Like that, yeah. Um, so I I feel like the 49ers are in a good spot in this game. You'd hope so. And they, I, they should be. And, and I'm sure today they're not. But at one point, if you're Kyle Shanahan, do you start thinking about Thursday? Yeah. Mm. That's a good question. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is – I don't think they're great. Baker Mayfield, to me I, – I feel I feel about Baker Mayfield – this is not an apples-to-apples comparison, but follow me. I feel a little bit the same way I feel about Harrison Barnes, where it's like that's a fine player, that's a good player, not what I thought he would be. So below what, what the expectation I had set when he got drafted, sure. but a good, like an effective player. The Buccaneers are never going to win two games with, with Baker Mayfield, a quarterback. Mm. Are they going to win a Super Bowl? No. But can you win nine, maybe ten games, depending on how uh, the ball bounces in a couple of those? Like, yeah, sure. So that's that's where I'm at on, on Baker. I don't think he stinks. And I think if you give him time to sit in the pocket, he's very capable of, mm. of picking a defense apart. So um, no, I don't think the Niners can necessarily overlook them. Where they can they can throw their helmets on the field and go win. I'm guessing there are people in the building who have been doing prep for for Seattle. But yeah. if anybody on the 49ers roster is doing that, that's how you lose a game to the Buccaneers. Mm. They still have Mike Evans. It's Chris Godwin. It's Vita Vea. It's Antoine Winfield Jr. Baker's fine. Tristan Wirfs might be the best left tackle in the league. 
Like they just have a they have enough talent that if you go into that game, if you're the 49ers going, all right, let's get ready for Seattle, then you're you're losing. The 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 way I look at this game right here, and I don't think I don't overlook this game, but more importantly, I don't think the players do. I think they've had their their taste of humble pie, and they're looking at every game as as being you know you'd, something that's important. You'd hope so. I think they have. I think, and I don't even think they got overconfident. I think, and I don't I don't want to say bored. It's not that. I just think they looked at it as maybe it is overconfidence. Like we're good enough. We're locked in. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. We'll show up, and eventually we'll get it done. Not, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have to play hard. It was just eventually we'll we'll figure out. Cleveland's a tough team, but we'll figure out a way to win. Minnesota tough. We'll figure out a way to win. I think that's what happened. I think those days are gone. I think they are looking at it as just one game every single time, and I think that's the way they're approaching it. But with this Bucks game, you mentioned Baker. You mentioned Mike Evans. Uh, God won as well. The thing that is going to make me feel like they don't – they're not going to be able to pull this one out mm-hmm. is because they can't run the football. And they're going to be one-dimensional. And I think if you're one-dimensional, number one, that's the way that you lose against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But if your one dimension isn't running the ball, that's also how you look. Because that, to yeah. me, that's the weakness of the mm-hmm. 49ers. And so I see otherwise is they can be susceptible to the run. Yeah, runs and, and screens for sure. Yeah, and if that's not where you're one – the Jaguars were one-dimensional. They became one-dimensional last week, mm-hmm. and the Niners just sniffed that out. So I, I think it's the it's a, it's a bad matchup for the Bucks. Yeah, I kind of I, – I never think this going into a game. I'm, I'm Because I always – I always look at flaws. As you know, I'm always the like, okay, yeah, they're better than the Bucks, but A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. But I think they should <clears throat> they should beat Tampa Bay pretty handily. Like if they if they if they play as well against the Bucks as they did against Jacksonville, I think they beat them by more than thirty one. And that goes into what you asked because if you can get to that point yeah. in the third quarter, we're not gonna see Brock Christian. It's gonna be it's the same thing we saw on I don't think they're gonna I, I, don't I think, wonder I don't know if, if, don't don't know if third it. quarter. No, I think I'm Kyle I'm Shanahan's saying. really scarred from that Lions game a couple years back where they were up three touchdowns. Mm. And then the Lions had the ball and driving down eight yeah. <laughs> at the end of the game. And it just happened yeah. to someone last week, didn't it? A three-touchdown lead uh, disappeared in the fourth. Kind uh, Baltimore, I guess you could say. Baltimore was up big. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You mentioned Jacksonville. Why? Mm-hmm. What was the biggest reason in your mind that there were, we, we saw the 49ers play the way that they did versus uh, a two-loss division-leading team at the time? So, uh, offensively, they looked like themselves because they got to play from ahead. And that's what they're really good at. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I think I, Traverius Ward talked about this talked about this yesterday. Um, and, I, and I know Nick Wagner from ESPN talked to him and, and Eric Branch from the San Francisco Chronicle as well. And he basically just said, yeah, we disguised a ton of coverages. And we saw on tape that Lawrence was second-guessing himself. And clearly didn't know what he was looking at. And when you're able to do that, like that's been, that's why the Niners' defensive struggles were so strange because you don't need to be that good in the secondary. Like that's the point of having their defensive line is you need to be just okay in the secondary and their defensive line is going to get home. They were below even the low bar they've set. So their secondary was really good. I think moving Diamador Lenore to the slot was, was the move. I think, 
Isaiah Oliver is more of like a linebacker at this point where he's going to tackle and in space and against the run, you feel really good about him. But when he gets in coverage, whether it's on like a little slot fade or um, really just in, in coverage in general, not even just that specific route, but you don't feel as good about it. And I think Lenore was really good there. Ambry Thomas is awesome on the outside. And when their secondary is playing well, like you see what the pass rush does. And that's what uh, you, you probably heard him, but that's probably what, what Steve Wilkes was talking about yesterday. I think they they asked him about the resurgence of the defensive line or something like that. Mm. Was it were they playing? Did they get back to playing well or whatever the case may be? And, and I think he kind of kind of put the kibosh on that and was like, they were doing what they were supposed to do. They yeah. were getting pressure. It was the backside that yeah. and the coverage and the secondary mm-hmm. that wasn't covering long enough to make the defensive line be able to get to the sacks and things of that nature. And to your point, they did that against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They did a better job of covering in the secondary, which allowed Lawrence to have to hold the ball a little longer, and now here come the sacks. Yep, that's that's the move they had to make the entire time, was figure out your secondary. Adding Chase Young helps, mm-hmm. but if their secondary had played that well, even without Chase Young, I think they would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So, Why did they work out a quarterback this week? Because Brock Purdy stinks. No. Oh, no. <laughs> like, five or six, get him. No, I think it's uh, – Kyle T.C. Matson, the bit's over. <laughs> like, it's like yeah, Kyle's Ken, actually Dorsey, Ken Dorsey, unemployed. Get him in here as the head coach. <laughs> nah. Um, it's either to keep there. So, here's what the, it, it was reported that he was going to work out, but then it wasn't uh, – Chris Streveler, mm-hmm. free agent. Uh, oh, great. Jets, the great Jets, Chris Streveler. Yeah. Chris, Chris. That's yeah. a, hey, that's a, that's a find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Love that guy. So yeah, I mean, everybody's just waiting to find the next Chris Trevler. Chris no, Trevler so from it, it's uh, Eastern keep, Washington, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's either to keep. Is that really where it went? No, I. Oh, that would have no, been. No, no one would have challenged it. Sounds, it. That's, that's the thing. No one would have challenged well, it. I, well, that's the thing is, if he had, it's like I definitely. I feel like I would have heard of him if he had gone to. Well, I've heard of him before, but uh, I'm looking up now where Chris Trevler went to college. He went to South Dakota, obviously. Ah, that, no, I get him. Go Yotes. Go Yotes. You get Eastern Washington and South Dakota. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw no, I mean, I basically you. the same ESPN place. Plus, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, either to keep a free agent list updated or to have receivers in to throw to. Mm. Like, that's what they did with Ian Book. Remember the Ian Book thing? Mm. They worked out Ian Book, and like people who make content about the 49ers are like, Oh, they trade Sam Bradford and bring it. First of all, Ian Book stinks, so I don't know what the deal is here. But then it because it was reported he's going to work out. But then the actual like workout, like the transaction wire, because workouts show up on there, tryouts mm-hmm. and things like that. It shows up and it was like six wide receivers tried out for the Niners, and they just needed a quarterback to throw to <laughs> those receivers because they're not going to have one of their guys do it. Yeah. So and and it just allows you if if Brock Purdy gets hurt and then Sam Darnold gets banged up and you're starting Brandon Allen, it just gives you an updated list of who's available so you know who you can fall back on if you hit that spot again. Mm. Who was that? I don't uh, think it was. That's probably the time when they kept bringing what's-his-name in for a workout, who I was like, I really want them to give a look. I guess he just can't play, but the the wide receiver from West Virginia that was like top five pick. Kevin White. Kevin White. He played played for them. Yeah, he got on the roster a couple times. Then he got cut, but then he kept – I think that's what happened when he kept coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the practice squad. I was like, yo, give him a shot. I guess he can't. Jason Verrett's worked out for them a couple times this year. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Mm. They might. I, I think they just really like Jason Verrett. Yeah. And want to have an excuse to pay him money. <laughs> Good. He seems like if he's a, healthy a enough to play. Yeah, like for sure. For sure. Um, We're way over Jesse, by the way. 
Yeah. Hey, this is forty. No, no, we're no, no, no. no, no I said we said we said oh, we're under oh. at eight and a half minutes. Oh, oh. My goal was I was going to sit we down and be it. like, be like, do you believe me that Andrew Wiggins stinks yet? <laughs> that was going to be my goal, and then get rolling. But why do you dislike Andrew Wiggins so much? I don't and it's working. I don't. I don't dislike Andrew Wiggins. I like Andrew Wiggins a lot, actually, and I really want him to thrive. But he's supposed to be their second best player, and he's just not. So I was texting with Trista Crick today, shout and out shout out Trista. And her podcast is really good, by the way. It is. He checked. Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. But I was, I was, so I was listening to that, and she, she talked about the Warriors and how nobody can shoot and nobody can get a basket, and when Steph's out, they're just awful, which <laughs> I mean they are. And so I texted her, and I was like, thank you for saying what needed to be said here. And so we were kind of talking about that, and I go, who's their best second-best player right now? Like, with when Steph's on the court, who's the Warriors' second-best player? And I, I keep asking this because she goes, Moses Moody? It's like, mm. Kevon Looney? Like, hey, that's your options. That's tough. So you wish it was Andrew Wiggins, but Wiggins has just not been that dude this year. It's not that I. It's not that I dislike him. It's that my expectations for him are super high. He was the second best player on a title team, mm-hmm. and now he's getting ten but points this a was night. Always the thing with Andrew Wiggins, right? And I guess people thought it would all be better, right? The, the Warriors did. They paid him, right? They were like, yeah. "Hey, he's figured out how to rebound. He's scoring effectively now on on in the first with the starters and with the second unit." But isn't that like when marrying something, marrying someone, and hoping they change? Uh, like they uh, do a bunch of stuff that drives you crazy, and you go, "Oh, when we get married, it'll be different." And then you that you get married, they're exactly the same, and now you're mad about it. A little bit, but I'll stall Andrew Wiggins out a it's little. Never bit. happened to me. Just <laughs> to be clear, just. I'll stall Andrew Wiggins <laughs> out just a little bit. Um, he was doing that for Kyle. You could help me out with about two and a half seasons. Like when he first got there, he did really well. But didn't he think- do that in Minnesota too? Minnesota, he was. But, I thought I thought people talked about him a little, little crazy. Like he was a twenty point per game score. He was, no, but, here's, but here's here's the thing. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Finish no. I was point. just I was just gonna say he did this for two and a half years. For two and a half seasons. When they traded for him, they didn't win a championship. I don't think. And so he played the rest of that year, and then the next year he played the whole year. They won a championship, and then he was starting off doing the same things last year. And then whatever happened in his life. He's not been the same since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not been the same since then. And I think that's why I said I'll saw him out a little bit and not equate the reputation he had before to just coming back again because he was gone for a long time for something really serious. No doubt. And I, I he hasn't I've, been the same since then. Right. I have no doubt that that affected him. But that's and if that's the case, then I mean, what are you going to do? You know, mm-hmm. but here's the thing is it's not even it's not even here. Here's what I think his worst season was in Minnesota. Just looking real quick. It was 2018-19. He shot 41% from the field. He was 33.9% from three. He was 18 points a game, 4.8 rebounds, 2.5 assists. That was like his worst season in Minnesota. Mm. With the Warriors this year, he's 10.5 points, four boards, one assist. He's shooting 40% from the field and 13.5% from three. Like he's, t- And that's the problem is it's not, oh, he's just old Andrew Wiggins where he has a huge game, back-to-back huge game. Oh, look at him. Last two nights, he's had 27 and eight boards, and here he comes. And then he disappears for a week. Mm-hmm. It is, he's just not showed up this year. Wow. In a year where, man, they need him to be good. Mm-hmm. Steph's out. Draymond's out. They need Andrew Wiggins to be a player on both ends of the floor. And he's just, he's he's not. Well, we're tiptoeing. And I'm going to tip my imaginary hat to Kyle. He was on this early. I said, don't do that. Don't disrespect this man like that. 
I was like, he's washed. We gotta talk about eleven. I mean, I'm talk done about talking 11. about Clay. I mean, bro. we talk we we talking about Andrew Wiggins, and we talk about who should be the second best player. I mean, eleven has been awful, and he wants to get. He's in a contract here. He's been he's been awful since the first the the playoffs last year. He had what one good game against Sacramento, two one good shot. Yeah, one good year. shot against Sacramento. That wasn't even really a good game against Sacramento. <laughs> In the playoffs? Oh, no. Oh, in the playoffs. I yeah, thought you were talking about, about earlier this year. No, 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 no. That yeah. was like his only moment year. all year this year. That shot. Was yeah. shot and, and the thing that the thing that frustrates me with Clay is he'll have a game coming up here where he goes 9 of 12 from 3 and he scores 30 points. Everybody's like, oh, Clay is back. They'll be like, like, hey, a lot of people, yeah. they like to question me. Don't question me. I've been yeah. in this league a long time. Clay low-key right. sucker. Right. We don't no, really no, but talk here's, about here's it Here's why. Clay low-key Clay's hilarious. Clay's hilarious. Here's why. Because that whole four rings thing with Devin Booker was ass. That was stupid. But and that's Clay. Clay. That's no, but, who but he is. Clay, but then Clay goes on a podcast this offseason and was like, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> and I respect that he has the self-awareness to be like, that was stupid. I was in my feelings. He was busting my ass. Yeah, I like that response. He was him. busting he, my ass. That, and I, I like that. He said, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. He's like, and I was mad. Like, all right. Like, as long as you can acknowledge it. He's still a sucker. He's averaging 13.8 points per game, uh, just behind Steph Curry's 30.7. The audacity for Clay Thompson to be playing like he's playing right now, and he's a turnstile on defense, by the way. He can't play defense anymore. Um, Which is a wild turn of events of, if you watched Clay five years speaking ago. Speaking of, yeah, yeah, he he was in, in the argument for um, best, best. Uh, two way player in the league. Yeah, and he like he probably was, was leading it. It was either him or Kawhi. Like he was. No, Paul George is in the league too. He was better than Paul George, yeah. and he's, before the injuries. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, what he was able to do, Garden, the Dames, and the mm-hmm. Kyrie James Irving, was a big reason why the Warriors were able to. Because Curry could do whatever he needed to do offensively, going to the corner defensively, and Clay got the best card. That's the phenomenal. Th- that's the thing I will never forget. Uh, there's a lot of things I won't forget about the 2016 Finals, but it was the defense Clay was playing on Kyrie, and Kyrie still giving him 40. <laughs> Like he, Kyrie's the uh, the level of shot making was just oh, man. I always think about that uh, Christmas Day game when Kyrie hit the game winner, mm. and the defense was perfect. Yep. Like, that shot just, was crazy. Just no, yeah. Anyways, Clay stinks. And great you, career, no, no. Clay. Great career, and mm. and uh, uh, one of the best basketball so, players in the universe still. But he stinks. So what's the? So we've seen two drastically different versions of the Golden State Warriors this year. One with Steph, and one without. Basically. Like what's like, but where like it? So with Steph, what were they like? Five and one, six and two. I think they six got and two. two. Is that yeah, what they that are? Right. Are they a, are they a six and two team with Steph Curry healthy? No, because they weren't. They weren't turning the ball over a lot early, and which was a started, huge issue for them last year. Right, they're not twentieth in the league in turnovers. They're fifteen per game, and they started the year really well in that category. Yeah, they just. Um, I don't think they're a six and two team with Steph. Um, they had some guys. They had some guys hitting shots. Dario Saric played played really well out of mm-hmm. the gate. Um, Steph is obviously I- I- incredible, but yeah, I just don't like Jonathan Kaminga is just not that good for some reason. They just won't play Moses Moody. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And you know, Kevon Looney, God bless him, is not a a center who should probably be playing like twenty five to thirty minutes a night. I just like they're Draymond's washed. It's just kind of. So, in your opinion, Kyle, uh, you can answer it too, Damian. Where does this team end up? Let's say Steph comes back, Draymond, you know, relatively soon. Draymond comes back as well. Like seeing the way Clay's playing, seeing mm-hmm. the way Andrew Wiggins is playing, and and, and uh, you know, GP 
two is out now for a little mm-hmm. while. Like, where did this team ultimately end up? Are they a top four team? No, 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 no. no. I, I, I had them on that, that early too. I saying. had them I had them on that fringe like battling for the six, mm-hmm. but probably in the the seven eight range, mm-hmm. because of this. Like you knew Steph was going to miss some games, whether it was injury or just being just sitting out. Um, you, you can't rely on, and I didn't think you could rely on Clay and and Draymond and Chris Paul at this age to be like, yeah, hey, they're gonna carry a team. Like this is not 2015, and Andrew Wiggins is who he is, and you're betting on a big leap from Jonathan Kaminga, and it just it was a lot of ifs, and it was a lot of like, well, if they get lucky here, here, and here, and they're just they've they've not gotten lucky. I so I think they're in that in that six, seven, eight seed range. I heard something crazy, and I just wanted to look at it again. Chris Paul. We'd hear it if you spoke into the microphone. Yeah. Chris Paul this year. Oh, it's a little better than he was. I thought I, somebody said he was shooting like in the teens from beyond the arc. It's oh, actually, he was. He it's was. actually 26%. Now. He was he's doing been, that this year? Yeah. He's been lighting the nets on fire the last two games. He's six of nine from three. Nice in his last uh, two games. <laughs> but before that, uh, this isn't naturally this isn't going to load. He didn't hit a three until the fourth game of the year. Mm. And then he didn't hit another one until the seventh game of the year. Hey, but salute to the Warriors. They had a problem on the road last year. They're five and two. One and five at home. That's spectacular. <laughs> that is absolutely spectacular. That's they crazy. Just can't find the balance. Can't figure it out. Hey, the good news is their rookies like they look like they can play a little bit. They finally found some rookies to contribute on a team that stinks. The one who good for uh, them. who uh well pods and then the one who made his debut last night, huh? In garbage time. Was his name? No, Pods and Trace Jackson Davis. Oh, Trace Jackson. I TJ thought the Davis. other guy made his debut. He got his first NBA bucket last night. I did not watch that game last night. <laughs> he was gone by then. <laughs> I was way out of there. Who who are we talking about? I was driving to in and out. Oh, Guy Santos. Guy Santos. Santos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brazilian legend, Guy Santos. He's a minus one in four minutes. He stinks too. Oklahoma City. <laughs> Uh, eight and four on the season. It feels like the Kings have played less than less games than just about everybody except the Rockets. The Rockets are six and three on the season. I don't remember the last time they played. <laughs> They're on spring break. Oh, where are they at? <laughs> Their last game was against the Lakers, it feels like. Oh, no, they beat the Nuggets. That was like on Monday, though. They did beat the Nuggets. That's right. Dude, the more the Rockets play, the more I'm like, yeah, the Kings' losses to them weren't so bad. <laughs> That's how it to, is. Do they even play tonight? That's crazy. Jesse's telling me to go to break. He says the sh- he's, he's, he's Are you going to yell at him and tell him that you know the clocks? Mm. That's what no. you did to me. No. Did I do that? <laughs> you didn't yell at me. You just went, hey, you're good. I know, I know the clocks. clocks. No, no, that's because you got in my ear. Yeah. No, that was I'm an adjustment. Jesse never gets in my ear. He's just like, hey, idiot, look at the clocks, stupid. We'll come back. <laughs> uh, uh, Coach, Coach Andy Thompson joins us when D'Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> I'm going to be mentioning this all throughout the day. We are going to be out at the grocery outlet, 8517 Bond Road in Elk Grove, immediately following this show for the 7th Annual KSFM Thanksgiving Food Drive, sponsored by Sky River Casino. Uh, If you got the time to drop by, dropped off some canned goods, dropped off some things that will help uh, make a a, a family's uh, Thanksgiving, a family who might be a little bit less fortunate than us, make it a little bit better, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, You can go to elkgrovefoodbank.org if you want to donate that way, or... Just come see us out at the grocery outlet, 8517 Bond Road in Elk Grove. Let's welcome in the head coach of Sac State football. Our man looking sharp today. Yeah, man. Coach Andy Thompson. What's happening, coach? Like you guys. 
<laughs> you got it. You got it, Coach. You're doing, you doing what you do. Yeah, swag on 10, Coach. Swag on 10. Love it. Uh, how hyped are you and your guys for this Causeway Classic this weekend? Yeah, excited. Yeah, if, you, if you can't get excited about a rivalry game, I don't know if you're, if you're a football player. So guys are excited to play. Uh, it's been a good week of practice, and, and it's getting about time. It's going to be an early kick tomorrow, 12 o'clock. So got to get people up and going. Uh, but uh, guys are going to be ready to go. So, coach, help us. Uh, I know, I know, coach. Speak. You guys, you focus on the on the game ahead and all this other stuff. But just work with us just a little bit here. You got it. Um, what's at stake here? Uh, after or no? Before the Montana game, I kind of looked at the situation. I was like, man, I don't know if they can get in the playoffs if they lose to Montana. I did some research, and people were like, no, they're they're in even with the loss to Montana. But it feels like they were assuming. You guys went out. Is this a situation where you maybe need to win to get in, or is it win to get a, a possibly get a home game and a bye? Like, what's kind of at stake tonight, or, or excuse me, tomorrow? Aside from just being a rivalry game. Yeah, um, we, we've we've mentioned it. it's a playoff game for us. You know, we we talked about it right after the game last week. It, that uh, you know, we need to win this to control what we think is our own destiny of getting in the playoffs um, with eight wins. There, there hasn't been too many teams that uh, since it's been expanded to 24 teams that haven't made it, especially with an FBS win. So I think our resume would be really strong if we got this one done. So that's the approach we've had. And guys know that. And you got to play your best football at the end of the season. Um, I thought we, we, we played better last week in, in some phases. Um, we got to continue to do that. It's going to take a great effort. Davis is a good ball club. Um, you know, they've, they've come back and, and won two in a row. And, and so – um, again, this is what the game. This is why you coach. This is why you play. Is you want to have these games at the end of the season that matter. Yeah. And the fact that we're uh, in the spot that we are, um, you know, we got to take care of business. Yep. And coach, we, we 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 like to have fun, man. You know how much we we support you guys. But every once in a while, we got to ask tough questions. And I know you made yep. a tough decision uh, in taking our man KB out there and going with a true freshman. I know you, you've kind of been balancing the two quarterbacks thing. Uh, what went into that, and what did you see from the f- true freshman that, that that told you, "Hey, this guy can, this guy could lead us here"? Yeah, first off, you know, I appreciate you guys, and they are really tough decisions. And mm-hmm. I, I told the team that, and I told uh, the quarterbacks that that you know we don't, we don't make any decisions without um, really thinking about how it's going to affect the team and what we're going to need to do. And um, I don't think necessarily it's something that Caden did. It's necessarily of what we thought we needed to do. Um, to uh, improve our, our offense. And um, last week, I thought we did a good job of being balanced, you know, 300 yards passing, 200 yards rushing, and um, and scoring 41 points. So um, those are big decisions. Those are not taken lightly. I feel like we have two starting quarterbacks. Um, we planned to kind of to play him more last week, and the game got into the situation it did. But I, I feel he'll play this week, and, and uh, he'll play well, and, and um, you know, uh, again, that's why that's why I'm the head coach. I got to make those decisions, but uh, they're definitely not made lightly. And uh, I just uh, I liked how our team has responded from losses. Uh, you never want to lose a game, but the fact that we haven't lost two in a row all year and we've come back and bounced back and and we're sitting with seven wins and have a chance to make the playoffs, I, I do think this group has been resilient and they've continued to to play hard. Um, uh, and the good thing about that is you know we've talked to some people and you know talked about the situation and kind of around the team and they said KB has been a great teammate about it you know he hasn't made a big fuss about it he's ready to play whenever the opportunity arises but if it doesn't 
He's supporting uh, Carson, and you know it's it hasn't disrupted the team from everything that we heard, and that's that's a great sign because that tells me that locker room is just about winning. It's not about egos. It's not about personalities and individuals. It's about the team winning, and that's something that you want to have on a winning team going into a, hopefully a postseason berth. Definitely, and yeah, he's handled it very well. And um, I know he wants to play. I know every guy on our team wants to play, uh, and that's the hardest part as far as being a coach when you got 107, 110 guys that work their, their tail off and you can only put 11 guys out there each week. And uh, I've been there. I've, I've been the guy that as a player that, that, that started and, and had, you know, another guy come in and get replaced and then come back. So I know how hard that is. Um, and uh, the main thing you said is we are trying to do what we think is best for the team. And, um, you know, we'll continue to do that each week. And uh, I know KB will be ready to roll his name gets called yeah it speaks to the guys you have on your roster and the culture that you've 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 helped build there um coach because we see it in the pros we're seeing it right now with with Davion Mitchell on 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 the Sacramento Kings we saw it with Keon Ellis two-way player De'Aaron Fox goes out things aren't really working out with Davion you put Keon in and and he earned a starting position with De'Aaron Fox out um that and 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 you still see Davion bought in you still see all of these different guys bought in and that speaks to the culture Mike Brown has built with the Sacramento Kings and 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 what you got going on in your locker room, coach? It it, it speaks to the culture that you and your guys uh, have built there at, at, at Sac State, and has put you in this position uh, to be in this really big game against Davis this weekend. Appreciate that. Appreciate our players. Appreciate our administration for the support that we have, and and you guys, and uh, allowing me to come on. And it's going to be exciting. Uh, day tomorrow so yeah now don't lose coach <laughs> see now now now, now all the seriousness is over you can't lose this game can't, coach can't now look to that point though this is your first causeway as the head guy has this week been different at all with you know the rivalry and, and being a rivalry game has this been you know a different experience going through this type of week ah just like you guys i got i got three boys and they're telling me the same thing dad you, <laughs> you can't lose this game can't. you know you know we, we, we like it here, you know. Uh, no, um, th- th- that's part of it, man. Uh, I understand that. Um, I'm not one of those guys that it, that it hasn't been around where you, you're in big games. You you got you to gotta win. And, uh, you know, we've had some of those, and, and um, we have not. And so uh, the standard's high here, and we understand that. And we're excited for the next opportunity. And you can't spend a lot of time looking back. Um, you want to try to correct the things that you haven't done and, and, and try to help your guys um, – be as ready as they are to compete and then give them confidence that they're going to go out there and play their best football. And uh, that's our job as coaches and as players, their job is to prepare practice and then go out and perform. And I I do feel like we've done that. Um, And that's, that's why you go out and play. We'll see how it goes on Saturday. I'd I'd love to win too. I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. Well, see, you see, that's the beauty of being a sports fan. You get really invested in stuff that you can't exactly control. Like, we got James Ham. He's one of the best Kings reporters in the game. He hosts the show right before ours. But, Coach, he's a Davis guy. Come on, man. Right? He went to Davis. Now, we didn't go to Sac State. But as Kenny said, we're kind of – we have <laughs> declared ourselves Sac State alum. Facts. Facts. Put me in the room. I'm that. not listening to James Ham for the next year uh, yeah. talking about his UC Davis Aggies. No. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, it, it's always good to have the bragging rights and oh, yeah. be able to see people around when you win. Oh yeah, uh, and that's part of the fun of athletics. That's a part of you know why people are going to come out and, and uh, you know this this is fun. This is a great opportunity. Can't lose sight of that. Yeah, the coach in me is saying we're we're prepared and we're ready to go on those things, but you got to go prove it. And uh, that's the thing. 
you, you got to go out every Saturday. And, and most of the time, people just remember what happened the last game. Um, so that you got you to keep trying to perform at your very best. I hope the lifelong relationships that these guys have had at Sac State, especially our seniors and what they've done, I think they'll be remembered a lot more than just one game. Yeah. But I do know that you can plant some legacy uh, in, in these rivalry games uh, when you play well and you do do a good job. But I, I know I'm indebted to these players and to the, the staff for giving me the opportunity to be even able to coach in, in one of these games. He's going to get it done on Saturday. You talk yeah, about yeah. We, we often talk with coaches about like moving on from losses and how difficult that can be in one game at a time and all of that. Is it difficult to move on from a game like last week? Like we watched that in person. The offense was cooking last week. You guys played really well. Is it is it just as difficult to move on from those like, hey, fellas, that was that was last week. This is a new game here. Yeah, it is. Um, I think every week is you got to put it to bed and you got to be the same person as a coach and you got to be really consistent, you know, because if you're up and down and all around, then then your team sometimes can do that. And uh, I know on defense, we we had a, a, a tough start and we're, we're trying to prove that so that we can come out and do our end of the bargain. Um, and then I know on offense, we wish we would have scored more in the second half. So there's always things to work on. I do think if you keep your preparation consistent and how you are with the players and um, in the fact that you're trying to support and help them, I think you have a better chance to be more consistent. But it is it is football. That ball is kind of it's weirdly shaped, you know, and sometimes that thing bounces different ways and you got to be able to handle the highs and lows that come with the season. And you got to be able to con- continue to uh, improve. And then hopefully you're playing your best ball at the end of November. Right, Coach. You guys know I talked about it before. I still do have a little eligibility no, left. I think stop you know, as, a, it. Stop as a graduate, uh, a graduate student stop here, I, I, you know, slot receiver. <laughs> you be the guy. Slot receiver. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. You definitely have the swag. You roll in and you'd, you'd be able to, to be right there with the guys. Hey, don't get in trouble with the officials like Coach Patrick did this past week. All right. Just just they, they, they're already watching these Sac State coaches pretty closely, Coach. So, so be careful out there. I will. I appreciate that. All right. Um, you, we know you're on a tight schedule, Coach. Thanks for carving out some time for us, man. Good luck this weekend. We'll be watching. We'll be rooting, man. And we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, man. Appreciate up, you guys. Man, and you guys always supporting us. And thanks for coming out. And, and uh, again, we're going to try to represent Sacramento on Saturday. We Absolutely. have no doubt you will, Coach. Yes, thanks, man. Good luck. All right. Take care. Peace. Stingers up, baby. That's our man, Coach Andy Thompson. Swagged yeah, out today, man. Looking yeah, good man. in that Adidas gear. That, that was a clean little suit he had yeah, on. Here, looking man. good in that Adidas yeah. gear and Sac State hat, uh, man. You could uh, tell the people where we're at. And then there's a little something else we want to talk about. <sighs> okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 